internet connections in outlying villages are not often the best. But is having a super fast network always a good thing? Hi everyone, I'm Johnny Thompson and welcome to the Village Halls podcast sponsored by Allied Westminster, the UK's largest specialist provider of village hall insurance and the home of Village God. Now, a couple of years ago, I had a lovely chat with Hermione Lamont from the small village of Elgol on the Isle of Skye. Hermione told me how her village hall shop had kept the locals going through the pandemic and how, without the internet, none of her great work would have been possible. Today, I'm joined by another resident of Elgol, Mark Smith, who is a freelance animator and also director of community broadband company Hebnet. Mark is majorly responsible for an unbelievably fast internet connection being available in his remote village and elsewhere on Sky. And today we're going to talk about how he and the community achieved this and whether it's entirely a good thing. Hi, Mark. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Johnny. Thanks very much for having me. Now, like we do for most of our podcast recordings, Mark, um, you've joined me via the internet today, so let's hope that after bigging up your <laughs> internet connection, we well, don't, get any, so. don't get any technical hitches. That <laughs> <laughs> could be a bit embarrassing. but uh, Yeah, you might have some editing to do there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, before we talk about how you managed to, well, speed things up there on Sky, I guess, um, tell me how and, and when you came to be living there in the first place and, and what what exactly is it that you do for a living? Well, I originally lived just south of Edinburgh yeah, in a place called Pennycook and I started my business there. But then because you can work from anywhere, being a freelancer, myself and my partner decided to move to whatever we wanted and we used to holiday up on Sky. Yeah. So I thought, right, we'll pick a place. So there's two places available on Sky and we ended up in Elgol and I all I knew was that they had BT broadband. So it wasn't dial-up, it was broadband. But I suppose it was only when I moved into the house that I did a speed check and we got 0.47 meg, which right. is, a, even for 10 years ago, is appalling. Yeah. And so the weird thing is it's megabyte, not... <laughs> that's megabytes a second, isn't it, when you say meg? Yeah, megabytes per second, yeah. So yeah. 0.47. It was consistently... Well, I suppose it was, it was consistently rubbish, but it was consistently <laughs> 0.47 megabytes. That was yeah. down, I can't, I think up was maybe, it was it'd be less anyway. Yeah. And most of my stuff was uploading because I wanted, I finished my animations. So I, I'm an animator. So once I finished an animation, I would then upload it to the customer. And it was just, well, it wasn't really terrible, but I didn't, th- I didn't really think anything of it in all honesty. I just yeah. thought we chose to live in a remote place. That's, that comes with it. Uh, and it, it, it's it's digital animation that you do, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. Not the I I was going to say not the good stuff that you know Walt Disney and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's the <laughs> more the digital side of animation, uh, which I still I still love. I've been doing it for fourteen years now. And it's still amazing. Yeah, the, the fact that it allows you to work whenever, like even when I used to. Well, I'd like to go holiday to France again, but when I did, I could bring the laptop and I could work anywhere. I could always keep in uh, top of projects when I was away. And that was just, I still love that aspect of, of the job. And that poor connection that was a, a challenge for you um, and your kind of digital uh, existence, I guess, would have also been challenging for the for the community, including the wonderful village hall there that you have oh, yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, I totally, yeah, they've not, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I don't think anyone worked at home 
mm-hmm. that I knew of when I first moved to the village. Yeah. I can't remember anyone working at home, but it's it's probably more down to you can't mm-hmm. rather than you know like if you're given an option, there's you can't you can't say yes to that if you're on point four seven. Yeah, uh, it's just impossible. Yeah, just to put it into perspective, I guess 0.47 meg. If you try to download you know, a half hour soap opera or something with that, you'd be you'd be still be there next week, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if you were to upload or if you download a one megabyte file, because mm. uh, it's never really exactly half. Yeah. So see, well, see, twenty twenty megabytes would probably take about a minute, minute and a half to download mm. with 0.47. Now on what I've got now, it'll be about a second and a half. Right. So it's a, it's a considerable difference. Yeah. Yeah, and like you. I remember if I was in the house and I was on a Skype call, my partner, I was like, don't don't answer emails, don't do this, don't do that, because you can't. If you were to do anything, even load a picture, it would cut the phone call off yeah. if you're on Skype. And a lot of our customers are in, are abroad in America or, um, or Canada. So, like, you need that communication. <laughs> when there was a phone call, I was like, oh, no, please don't cut out. It's, it was quite embarrassing. You know, it is embarrassing. <laughs> you know, the most basic thing, a phone call. And I, I think back then, I think I upgraded my e-phone that did uh, overseas calls mm-hmm. just so I could call people uh, on the mobile. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's half true. I had to leave the house and go up to the corner to make the phone call. That's what I did. <laughs> Is it, do you know, looking back, it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely funny. ridiculous that that's what I did. I can I can remember a holiday in Norfolk many, many years ago where I literally had to drive down down the street and, and find this wall. There was one wall, you know, that if you stood next to it, you could just about get a get a, get a connection. And then, yeah, uh, you have to wear a tinfoil yeah, hat to make things work. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Brilliant. So as, we're, as, as we've kind of indicated already, me in the introduction to you there, things have improved somewhat. So like, just just talk me through what what happened next, Mark, after you got there and then that wasn't very good. How did things move on? Well, there was a few stages. Uh, there was a company called Two-Way, but they did satellite broadband. And satellite broadband was okay. It gave you about 30, 25 to 30 meg, mm-hmm. which is good. But you were limited to, I think we had a 100 gig limit. And it's, it doesn't take long to use up that limit. Yeah. I think it was a hundred pound a month, so we had that installed. Well, I installed it. I used that's what I used to do for a job as well: install satellite dishes and music systems. Mm-hmm. So I put that in the garden because uh, you can't put them on walls in the sky because they blow off. So we put that uh, in the garden. It gave us a good connection, but still, phone calls were questionable because the ping, because the satellites are they're higher up than what the newer system is. Uh, yeah. So the ping was eight hundred milliseconds, which is you know give or take one second. So if I was to ask a question, it would take. They'd have, it would take a second, two seconds, one to go up, one to come back down again. Mm-hmm. And it just it had that delay, which I suppose, see, if you watch a news report back yeah. in maybe like ten, five, ten years ago, that's the same thing. It was a bit awkward, uh, but it was very good. You had you could do everything you wanted to do in it, but sometimes you had to keep an eye on your limit because if you hit that limit, you went down to basically slower than what BT was providing. Yeah. And it just so happened that to get the internet to the Isle of Canna, it had to come to Elgo first, then bounce over because they use dishes like like um, like five gig dishes. It goes from the mainland to Rum to Elgo, mm-hmm. but no one in Elgo used it, and then straight over to Canna. Right. So so they go, they bounce it over to Canna, and I think the Isle of Soe as well. There's three people on the Isle of Soe, and that's where it went to there. And right. I was just like, because I'm one of four directors of the Hebnet. Um, community interest company mm-hmm. and i said to the it was ian who runs on rum side of things I said, oh, can i get a connection please 
He went, yeah, that's fine. So we put a correction on the on the garden, and I think I got 15 meg. Right. And it was about, the ping was maybe 30 or 40 milliseconds, which mm. is, a lot of the time it's the ping that makes it slow. Yeah. You could have 100 meg, but if the ping's slow, everything feels slow. But yeah. because the ping was so low, it just, it was... It was amazing. So it was like we had entered the twenty first century. <laughs> uh, it was just—it was amazing. We did all. I mean, we had, we signed up to Netflix. You know, you could start to use YouTube properly, uh, mm-hmm. and you didn't worry about the the limit, uh, the hundred gig limit, because there was no limit. Uh, they just said, "Don't." If you're doing any big downloads, do it overnight. Yeah, because it's less congested then as well, so you get a much better speed. So that's what, that's what I ended up having. Uh, Everyone else in the village was like, oh, can I come around and use your internet? I need to download. A, uh, someone came around to download an update for a Call of Duty or one of those games. And it was like, it was like 100 gig or something. But they left the laptop overnight and they downloaded it. Uh, so a lot of people, you'd see them in the garden using the internet. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did say, I said, you know, this is the password. I put a router in the garden so people could then use the internet if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everyone else was stuck. You know, if you really were stuck, you can't do anything with 0.47. Even if you're trying to just go through Facebook, it was just mm-hmm. it wouldn't very load very well. So a lot of the time they did this, and they're like, "Oh, can we get the system as well? Can we get the system as well?" Was always the question. But then I can't remember how it came about. But for, I, must, I must have been at a party or something. <laughs> I had a drink of me. I was like, "Well, oh, I'll put the internet in. I'll just give everyone a dish. I'll speak to Ian, see if we can do an alcohol network." And he was quite keen to do that as well. So it just came about that we got sixty-five dishes or so. It was all self-funded. Everyone in Elgo paid £275. Right. Uh, and we bought all the equipment, all the all the cables, all the ends, everything we needed to put the system in. And basically, we, we put the put the network in. Six, I think we're now 67 houses. Fantastic. Uh, are all installed. And they all get... There's a mast up in the headland, which supplies east and west of Elgo, and there's one down at the pier, which does the whole pier. You know, there's maybe nine or ten houses down at the pier. Yeah, it's in a very steep hill, so you need to have an extra one there. So yeah, that gives everyone between twenty and fifty meg, depending who's using it at that time and um, like what what the household's doing. But what we've got now, so that system has been in for five years, five or six years now, and all the dishes are slowly starting to fail. You maybe get one every three months. It's not that bad, but yeah. they're starting to fail. I mean, last night our speed was ninety five miles per hour. That was the gusts from last night. So they do take an absolute hammer and they've done extremely well. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just it, their time has come. So, luckily, last year or the year before, EE were looking to put a mast into Elgol, and I don't know how why they wanted to speak to me, but they did. So they came around, and I was walking around with these guys from EE, just doing, you know, I don't know what I was there for, maybe to build up numbers, but we were walking around discussing <laughs> connections, and they said, oh. We want to do something for the community. And I was like, well, I'll tell you what, give us money. If you give us a donation to Hebnet Community Interest Company, we can then buy fibre and do this, that, and the next thing. And they said, uh, oh, no, we can't do it. There's no spare money to, to do this. Right. Uh, so I was like, oh, fine then. She says, oh, but we can put in the mass for if you like. We can put the base in and run a, uh, the, the trench for you. I was like, mm-hmm. well, that sounds good. But anyway, they sent me an email to say, oh, we've just had a quote back from this company to put the mast site in for you. But for some reason, they included the quote, and it was £15,000. I was like, you said you had no money. So it says, tell you what, give us £15,000. We'll go ahead and put the mast up, 
buy all the fiber for the entire village, all the equipment, all the little nodes that go in the, um, the houses. So we managed to buy all of those and pay... <laughs> it's Dave's uh, Chainsaw Charlie. Anyway, he he digs the, the ditches for us. Uh, so, yeah, he gets paid to dig the ditches. So all that money that they didn't really have has gone towards running fibre. So now we've got 13 houses on fibre just now. By next year, we probably sh- we'll probably have 30 or 40. And then I think one more year, because we only really do it between April and uh, September, because essentially we run out of money. Halfway through the year, we run out of money to pay myself and Charlie to basically dig ditches and put them into houses. Yeah. Uh, so you only do what you can do. But so it, 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 so it sounds more like you've, you've just basically took the, the bull by the horns, as, as, as people say, rather than sitting there waiting, you know, for, for, for somebody to eventually come around and find you and give you the internet <laughs> that, oh, yeah, totally. that you it's, need. You've, you've just basically thought to yourselves, right, well, we're going to have to do this ourselves, yeah? Oh yeah, that's, that's I suppose I don't know if it's all islands, but I know it's certainly on Sky. If you want something done, just do it yourself. Yeah, it's always what you have got to do. And, and that, it that's means the thing that fascinates me about this is I, I can imagine there's probably there's probably a lot of people still, you know, throughout the UK um, thinking and wishing that they had a better internet connection where they are, but they're they're, they're literally just sitting waiting for somebody else to to, to sort it out. And, and and in essence, you're proof that you don't have to do that. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, our I mean our costs like so we char- only charge a customer fifteen pound per month. That's mm-hmm. I mean I don't know what BT is now probably thirty odd pound per month for the broadband. Yeah. But we are still having it have been fifteen pound a month from the day they started, mm-hmm. and it's not changed at all. And I think that's I think it's a really good service because if there's an, an issue, say what for example, BT would take seven days to come out to fix it. Uh, yeah, but when it's Hebnet, we're basically out the same day someone someone drove through a ditch and ripped up our fiber cable and stopped the signal that with, within 2 hours i think that was the, the connection was back on again and that's a that's a good thing about it as well isn't it of course that the, the provider you and, and 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 some of the other people there and in the community need it as well exactly as you say so so you know if anything does go wrong it's going to get fixed pretty quick because you need it as much as as the next oh, yeah. person on the, on the island yeah yeah. Is that, I think there's been an increase in people working from home and any time we put in the internet, it was the last person to get the connection because they didn't want it. And mm. we put it in and it was like, I won't use it. I won't use it. I swear that like, two weeks after, it binge watched all the Breaking Bad and this another TV show on Netflix. It's like, when yeah. you've got it, you realise how good the internet actually is. Yeah. yeah, you can waste a lot of your life just scrolling through youtube shorts and whatnot but True. there's so much stuff on there that's you know if you want to know how to fix a car mm. uh, you can go into youtube and find that information yeah. so i think people have realized um that there's just so much more to what four, 0.47 megabytes can give you yeah fascinating i mean we, we've talked quite a few times on, on on this show about community businesses but we tend to have talked about marketplaces and and shops you know rather like hermione um developed herself but it's fascinating to imagine that you can also create a community business that is all about, you know, providing this network and infrastructure as well, which is oh, tremendous. Yeah. yeah, it's actually it's when you think about how good it is, it's amazing how it, how it all works. Because I mean, so say if you have what like a group, like a like a, a small village in the UK mm. somewhere that doesn't have decent broadband. Yeah, if you can see someone with decent broadband or see something that you, so say you can see. Uh, an exchange 
and it's 15 miles away, but you, you've got line of sight to it, but it's mm-hmm. a way away. You can put a, you can hire a, like a, lease a line from BT or whoever has a, a connection in exchange, put a yeah. dish on the exchange and send it back over to you. And then you have that. It's basically like running a wire, but wirelessly. That's essentially what it's like. I've, 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 uh, yeah, I'm kind of getting what you're saying. It's like when you've got a, like a, a, a spot in your house, which doesn't receive the, the, the Wi-Fi and your internet, so you, you, you know, you get something and you plug it in. Uh, you can see, you can hear how technical I am when I'm saying all of this, of course. <laughs> you know, you, you plug it in and it picks up the signal. You're just talking about doing that on a, on a, just a far bigger scale, aren't you, basically? Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, oh, it's much more reliable. I know what you're talking about there. It's much more yeah. reliable than that as well. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's, it's like the weather, like, you know, Sky gets, you know, questionable weather at the best of times, but the weather doesn't really affect it. You know, it's, mm. it's the strangest thing. Like when there's a storm, it doesn't really go down. You know, power might go down, but it doesn't actually put the, the internet connection off. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why, but it's just so it's so good. So if 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 one of the listen or a group of the listeners of yours has an issue with the internet or or can see someone or wants to put something in their house that gives them a better connection, they can share that with the community. You can create a company, and uh, or you could, you don't have to have a company. I suppose you can just share it with your community, uh, yeah. but that's how to do because those dishes, I mean, they're they're not as they're a hundred hundred and twenty pound for a dish. So you need mm-hmm. two: one for your house, one for the next again person's house, or your neighbor's house. It's not that difficult to do. Yeah, it's really and these, quite these a, dishes. These these particular dishes that you're talking about are not very big, are they? They're not. Well, oh yeah, I've not got video here. It's uh yeah. it's yeah. I don't know how big. Fifteen centimeters, I would say. Fifteen yeah. centimeters. So they're very very small. If you want to go long distance. Like what we do across the islands, you need a lot big. You know, the dishes are mm-hmm. maybe fifty centimeters. They're, they're not. They're not horrendous. They're not yeah. horrendous anyway. It's, yeah. it's, it's total manageable what you can do with them. Mm. Yeah. Easier than putting a sky dish on the side of your house. Basically. In fact, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tremendous. So that, that that's the advice, really. Is if 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 you if you're struggling with the internet, <laughs> don't don't sit and wait for somebody else to do it. Get, uh, set, set yourself up a community business and. Uh, and get it, see what you can do yourself. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. And and there's a there is a new system called Starlink. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether you like Elon Musk or not, he created this uh, system, and it, it's like it's satellite broadband, but yeah. their satellites are way lower in the atmosphere. So the ping, so it's the same as the old system, but the ping is the same as five. It's like having fiber mm-hmm. uh, into the house. So you get two hundred and fifty odd meg with a ping about twenty five milliseconds, and they align themselves. I put one in for a, a neighbor not long ago and you literally you could literally throw it on the ground and it'll align itself and find all the dishes that it needs to in space and they it's within 10 minutes it's done it's moving about and you've got incredibly fast broadband in your house yeah and again it's cheaper than the old satellite broadband it's 70 pound a month or something it's much cheaper than what it was before and see if you're struggling for the internet that's a good way that's an instant it's an instant fix you know you don't have to do anything you just pop that dish in your garden no alignment necessary just you can put a couple of breeze box on top of the stand if you want, and it wor- it works straight out of the box. Now, listen, we've been very positive as we always usually are on this uh, on this show so far, but there is a there is a slight potential negative side, isn't there, in in having a faster connection? Um, t- tell me about uh, the cost of living there, Mark, especially things like house prices and so on. Because yeah, there's well, a connection I... here, isn't there? There's a link. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose. The cost to live in, they do say it's more expensive to live here. Yeah. But where I am, there's no pub, so you can't go out and spend your money in a pub. Uh, so I think it's all relative in, in that respect. 
But the, the, the cost of because where it is, and I, obviously the, pan, the COVID pandemic as well, people mm-hmm. want to move to the country. Yeah. But obviously you can't move to the country unless you have decent broadband. So having the broadband there has been really good. But it's also, I get phone calls. If someone's going to, if it's a house for sale in Elgol, uh, mm-hmm. I get a phone call, say, what's the broadband like? And then I, I tell them, I always say, are you gonna, first of all, are you going to move here? Everyone's like, oh, yes, we're going to move here and blah, blah, blah. And then you don't hear from them again. And then the house has gone for a ridiculous amount of money. And it's just gone to a holiday home where they, they are going to come up every so often. It's like, like a, just a second home and not as a holiday home. Yeah. Uh, and so it lies dormant most of the time. And I just your heart sinks when you know they're not going to be there. And having super fast internet, they think, oh, I can work, you know, because a lot of the time, if you work in a big city, you can now still work from home as well, maybe three days a week. So it makes yeah. it possible to come up to places like Sky. You know, you could do a, a, a very long weekend, but also catch up and work when you're there. And having the decent broadband has, it's just, it's, it's made positives, positives and negatives. Yeah. Like that is, it's so disheartening to know that, like when I, I just I always ask them they're going to live here. Most of the, most of the time it's it's a no, and you're yeah. like, oh. it's just like that's is is it, there's struggling for families to move into these places. My two, I've got three children, uh, yeah. twin boys who are ten. They were the last two pupils in the prime, local primary school, and they had to leave at the end of primary five, and they now get the pleasure of driving a single track road for half an hour, fifteen miles in, fifteen hours, fifteen miles back. Sorry, uh, every day. Because there's no other, well, there is kids who are younger than five, but not in the mm-hmm. primary school. So that primary school has now closed. Yeah. And if you know what counselors are like, it'll be a, a real challenge to get that primary school back open again. Yeah. And a lot, of the, a lot of it is because people are buying properties is that are not even living there. Yeah. And so because they've got the there's mo- homes there, but there's no people in them. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah I, honestly, when you go along, there's just there's a lot of a lot of empty, like stunningly beautiful houses. They're just mm-hmm. lying empty. And I, sometimes you feel like, well, why am I giving them? Why am I giving them fiber? It's not being used to to um, build up the community. It's just it's it's part it's part of the problem. I was just going to say another uh, another potential tip there. You know, if you if you want to stop all of this holiday hole problem in uh, in rural rural villages and areas, you know, the, the secret is turn the internet off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll get some bolt cutters to start trying to tune through all the cables and be laying. Yeah, and then everyone will go away and everything will go back to how it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. it's, it's just yes. Yeah, you know, there, there's no, there is no solution to to that problem because of money course. will always talk. Yeah, it will always yeah. talk. So it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the world, the world changes around us, and we have to we have to change with it. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But luckily, there's a lot of there's a lot there's four or four or five kids who are below five in the in the surrounding area. So there is a potential to get the school open again, which is really nice, and I hope I hope it does uh, open again because uh, yeah. the school is on. I mean, if anyone just googles Elgo Primary School, it's on the beach. Like the the windows look out to to the harbour, and my kids, I know they've seen a few uh, dolphins around the pier and stuff. It's just a great place to grow up, and yeah. I thought that my youngest would also get to have that experience as well. Uh, yeah. And, and tell, I, I, tell our listeners, Mark, what one of your kids wants to be, because it's not an animator, is it? Tell tell them what... what <laughs> a fisherman. Yeah. yeah. One wants to be a fisherman, yeah. yeah. Which is fantastic. You know what I mean? I think that's 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 tremendous that you've made your way there. And then, you know, the, um, the real traditional industry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and everything. I, the, the, you don't need the internet. Anything yeah. traditional you don't need the internet for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, be careful what you wish for. 
kind of exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, when it comes to comes to fast internet, well, listen, it's it's been great having a, a blether, as you say, in those parts of the world. I know, um, and I know how much you love living there, uh, where you do, Mark. So, oh, yeah. keep in, keep enjoying the beauty of the place and the and the lifestyle there as well. Of course, excellent. There's one more story. Can I t- tell you one wee thing about the village hall? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there was a, there was a wedding in Elgol, and they were holding the honeymoon in the the village hall. Mm-hmm. And normally, in these places, like everything, everything's cash. You've got to have cash to pay for drinks and stuff. Yeah. And we went down to the wedding, and they were all of a sudden they had a, a sum up machine, you know, like a card machine, so you could go to the bar and right. pay for things with a card, which. <laughs> I, I don't think I paid for a drink all night because every when I went to the bar because it's easier to pay for someone else's drink because you got your card out. Oh, so you want a drink, Mark? Oh, I'm going to say yes, and they put it on the card. And yeah. it's and that thing there, like you don't have to go drive an hour round trip to Broford to go and collect cash before a night out in Elgol. You can now just put your card on the device and that's it done. And that's and that's because of the internet. That's because it's fast enough. Point four seven megabyte wouldn't be fast enough to do that, mm-hmm. but. The, the Hemnet system or anything over one meg means that people can use your cards to do the, um, yeah, to pay, pay for drinks. And that's, that to me was like, it was quite a proud moment, actually. It's quite a nice thing that that's what, uh, <laughs> it allowed people to drink more and <laughs> buy me a drink when I went to the bar. Like, oh, yeah. stick on the card. You know, it's, it was amazing. It really was amazing. I love it. I love it. So you're, you're sitting there thinking, I am responsible for all this drinking, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've totally negated any of the health benefits and so on that you mentioned earlier of there not being a pub there. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well done, Mark. You know what I mean? Tremendous. You deserve a pub. Do my bit for the community there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Of course. Yeah. Well, you know, there's some things in the community that are really important, and uh, and it's good to hear that you're you're maintaining that. Tremendous. Oh yeah, no, that's great, Mark. It's uh, I've really enjoyed the the chat. You know, it's, yeah, it's uh, been a, it's been good, it's, really good fun. It, it's been tremendous. And uh, say hello to Hermione as well. I will do. Me bump, bump into her, please. I will do. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Brilliant, Mark. Listen, thanks again. And uh, that's about all for this episode of our podcast, folks. Um, Many thanks to our headline sponsor and specialist insurance provider, Allied Westminster, for making our podcast possible and whose services you can discover more about at villageguard.com and to online booking system provider, Hallmaster, who also sponsor our podcast and can be found at hallmaster.co.uk. You've been listening to the Village Halls podcast, a unique listening community for Britain's village, church and community halls, and anyone interested in the vital community services they provide. We'll be back again soon with another episode. For more information, please visit thevillagehallspodcast.com where you'll also find links to our social media pages. Thanks again for listening in, and until the next time, goodbye for now.